0: Welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Box with your host and CEO of Babblebox, Sherry Langbert. Sherry interviews the world's biggest brands, agencies, and influencers to uncover their influencer marketing secrets to success. Go behind the scenes and learn how you can make influencer marketing part of your social media playbook. Subscribe to Beyond the Box at podcast.babelbox.com. Listen to all of your favorite episodes and follow us on Instagram for more influencer marketing inspiration. Take it from me, running a digital marketing agency is not easy. Today, we're going to hear all about what it takes from Tom Kuna, CEO of Brigade Marketing, a super creative and highly energetic firm which specializes in the entertainment industry. It's great to have you on the show today, Tom. Thanks for having me, Sherry. Thank you, you're the first agency I think that we've interviewed. So CEO of Brigade Marketing, your company focuses on the entertainment industry. What led you to launch your own agency?
1: It was a a number of things actually. You know, I'd worked in the entertainment industry for quite some time. I was primarily in the digital marketing and publicity space. And at the time, which was 2010, 10 years ago, I can't believe it's been that long, I just felt like there was really an opportunity for an agency that had kind of a forward-thinking approach that combined the different disciplines of digital marketing, which includes social media, which at the time was very small, and publicity, creative advertising, and then we also do media planning and strategy as well. So, I wanted kind of sort of a 360 experience. And... A lot of agencies had one or the other, but I wanted to have sort of that holistic approach to it.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting. I know for me, you know, it's like with what you're doing, it's brilliant because a lot of times it's like, where does influencer marketing fall? Is it on the PR side or is it on the digital side, like the planning and the media buying side? So it's interesting that you kind of have it under one umbrella.
1: Yes, and it is varied in terms of where it falls, depending upon the entity, and that I think that is the case on both client and agency side. Yeah. Um, sometimes it does fall under media. We primarily do have it under publicity. We do it more on, on a micro level, so mm-hmm. it's dealing more with you know organic outreach to influencers.
0: Okay, so not paid.
1: Correct. I mean, we we have done paid. We have that capability, and we certainly do it, but it's it's more non-paid than paid.
0: Got it. Now, this next question that I I selfishly just have to ask this question for, you know, anyone who's a CEO out there running their own agency, but just for my, you know, any learnings that I can gain, what advice would you give to a CEO running their own ad agency?
1: I think the most important thing is to pay attention, to look ahead and to be adaptive. Mm -hmm. I know that's multiple things, but, (laughs) you know, In the digital space, it is ever evolving, kind of like what I was telling you. And in 2010, it was sort of very young inception of marketing films and TV properties on social media. Now it is very much a driver. So it's really kind of paying attention to what's working in the marketplace, the behaviors of people, how they're consuming, what they're doing, and sort of paying attention to how it shifts.
0: Interesting. So I know why you got into this segment, this niche segment, but, you know, are there's any, is there anything unique and specific that you're doing in terms of the services that you offer to the entertainment industry, to your clients?
1: I would say the one thing that that I think is pretty unique about us is that, you know, we do have sort of a 360 approach. So. I have a social media team, I have a PR team, I have a creative services team. So when we approach a campaign, we really do look at it 360, even when the client might be coming to us in an a la carte capacity. So the PR team, for example, has very good insight into what's happening in the social media space. And that's important because social media is driving so much of publicity now. And that really, I would say, is, is one thing that I think distinguishes us you know, we have a great team, it's it's a lot of the same folks that have been with me, you know, for years, um, you know, some even since the beginning. And, you know, we're a, I think, boutique enough company that we have the, the interactions and the insight of the various teams. It's not, you know, segmented in ways that might happen at, say, a larger boilerplate agency.
0: Yeah, I see that a lot. It's like kind of siloed. So someone's running a campaign and doing the social strategy, but then influencers are doing something completely different.
1: Yeah, and they're so tied into each other and and the ultimate success and awareness of the campaign.
0: Mm-hmm. And in terms of like changes in the industry, you know, since you started, like what has been, do you think, the biggest change in the agency world and how have you adapted?
1: Gosh, it's been a lot of things. I think that, you know, We are taking into account a lot more. Um, You know, we also have you know a national PR team, so you know across the board, we're taking into a lot more what is happening offline and how our clients are putting together you know strategies that might be well. There's less of this now because of COVID, Mm -hmm. but saying on on the ground activation or um, things that might be happening in in broadcast, they can kind of be extensions of or rooted in in some respects, the the digital and social media campaigns. So it's sort of, um, I would say it's a broadening of it. And a lot of what happens offline is connected to what's happening in the digital space now.
0: Now, of course. Is there any specific example, like, to bring that to?
1: I mean, we've done uh, numerous examples. We've done, um, you know, like trailer premieres where it was an actual event on the ground. But it was, you know, it was promoted and, and live stream on, say, the social media channels of, of the film title. Right. Um, so it's really kind of activating, you know, press talent and everything on the ground. But then it is bringing in communities of users and fans of the film. So they're actually experiencing it at the same time and discussing it.
0: That's awesome. So you brought up very... Briefly for a second there, you know, things are different this year and obviously entertainment a lot. Now we're starting to see more production, but things were at a standstill. How creatively, anything creative you've done to support your clients uh, through 2020?
1: Yeah, I, I think that we've found a lot of opportunities in the digital space. I think certainly the virtual, you know, chat arena has exploded this year because of COVID. And that's given a lot of opportunities to, you know, Utilize talent in different ways. Most mm-hmm. media outlets are doing interviews via virtual mediums now. Mm-hmm. Um, I some we haven't done this yet, but I, I think some have even actually done premieres. So it, it's more it, it's easier in a lot of ways because this is happening now without having to travel and without having to deal with difficult or complicated or busy schedules. So the availability has been good. You know, in terms of the the just the market itself, the, itself, the challenges have been more just that there is, to your point, there is less films and shows going into production, and I, I think, I mean, pending how long this goes on, you know, that we might be feeling that well into 2021. But the upside of it is there's been a lot more that have turned to streaming and and in home releases in some way, shape, or form. So. So it is a it is a really interesting time.
0: Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, like how, in terms of the streaming and the virtual, are there any tools that you think are great? Like obviously everyone uses Zoom, but there's other platforms that, you know, can take a premiere beyond what Zoom can do. Have you leveraged or utilized any of those platforms or digital technologies?
1: It's primarily been Zoom and Google, but I do think to your point, I think that there's going to be more. And I also think that there's I, I think we are all sort of adjusting to certain things that we have had to to do and 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 experience over the last eight months. So I think some things are just gonna stick post COVID. Um oh, I yeah. think people are going to rely a lot more on virtual hangouts than they ever did before. I think that there's a comfort and an ease to it. And I think that you know, the behavior will change a little bit. So it kind of remains to be seen, but I think there's a lot of opportunity.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you think about, you know, back in the day, going to a red carpet event and there's press and there's influencers, that red carpet event can now be virtual. So some people could go and people who can't get there could do it virtually.
1: Exactly. Which I don't,
0: it was probably never opened up. I mean, maybe one on a one-off basis, but now anyone could do that.
1: Yes. so
0: in terms of you know influencer marketing content given that you know you do some of this do you it's often a question that we get like how else like the influencers created this content am i allowed to use it for ads am i allowed to put it on my website do you leverage any of the influencer content that you you know that that you have generated for other marketing channels
1: not as much we haven't that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen i mean our Our extent with influencers is typically inviting them somewhere or giving them access to something to actually promote the show or the property or the film. Mm -hmm. And that is done, you know, through, I mean, it it can be done through virtual channels. It could be, you know, sending them promotional packs, those sorts of things. So we just really look for them to promote it on their channels. We haven't gone and actually utilized that content to weave into the campaign other than we do take, um, or, or, you know, with permission, obviously, user quotes and, and responses to screenings that, that fans may have gone to for a particular movie. And that has been certainly used in social content.
0: No, of course. And then, you know, in terms of you're doing a lot of this organically. So how is that different? Like, how do you measure the success of an organic influencer marketing campaign? Because you come at it from a different point of view than we do. And I'd love to hear about that.
1: You know, you really just have to look at their reach and it's very hard to kind of connect the dots to when, you know, someone is exposed to the content or the promotion and how it goes, you know, how, how it travels from there to actually making a purchase decision to, to, to stream the movie or to watch the show or, or to buy a movie ticket. So really we look at the reach and, and that's, I think, most important. And we do, and we also look at what their area of interest is and, and who their followers are. I mean, is it gaming influencer? Is it a, you know, home, home decor influencer, you know, things like that are obviously very important and how does that tie into the property?
0: Okay. So I'm very curious if you're promoting films, what type of film would you need a home decor influencer for? Just curious.
1: Oh, gosh. I mean, I was just kind of doing that off the top of my head.
0: (laughs) You don't have to answer. Maybe you don't. But I'd love to hear, like, you know, you're obviously working in this exciting, amazing space. Like, tell us about some of the activations and the creativity that you leverage the influencers
1: for. Well, that I, I think something like that would be maybe a movie that had more of an aspirational feel to it, like an aspirational lifestyle feel to it. And there are movies that are like that. I know that example specifically is very targeted, but you know, the other example that I used before gaming, you know, that was, you know, uh, specific to a campaign that we did for 1917. Wow. Um, so, you know, that, that you know, it's, it's those types of things. We look for those types of fits.
0: That's amazing. So the last question I always ask to everyone is, name an influencer you love to follow, but hate to admit that you do.
1: Oh gosh. I don't know if it's anyone that I would <laughs> hate to admit. I follow a lot. On Instagram, I follow a lot of those like National Geographic type photographers, like all those huge aerial, like, oh, me too. Shots of, you know, icebergs and mountains and all that stuff. I do really like, uh, I don't know if this falls under influencer per se, but that Josh Gad reunited a part on, on YouTube where he brings the casts of old movies together. But, I've never you know, seen
0: that. I should look Back at to that. The
1: future and Ferris Bueller and stuff. Yeah, it, it's really fun. I, I like those.
0: Oh, that's um, awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty varied. I I you know I follow a lot on social media.
0: I'm going to ask you one or two more questions because I'm just curious. You know, given everything, where do you what do you think some of the trends are going to be for next year, 2021?
1: I do think that. That's a good question. And it's very hard to tell just given the year that we've had. Well, because um, we don't know. Just, we
0: don't, is this good, Q1, does it start? you know, like no one, so yeah, but, you know.
1: There's so many considerations too. I mean, there's lifestyle, there's the, the pandemic, there's economic. Mm-hmm. So it's a very hard thing to, to say. I do think that, as I mentioned before, I do think the virtual chat area is certainly an an avenue that I think can be explored a lot more and probably will be. Um,
0: Meaning like like private zooms and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and I mean how, are are we, you know, how how can properties be marketed within that space beyond utilizing them as a, as a tool as a functionality for, you know, interviews and stuff like that.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else you want to share in terms of brigade marketing with our listeners?
1: No, I I think you covered it. You know, we we love what we do, and uh, you know, it's it's a great team, and I really appreciate you having me on.
0: Yes, your team is great, and it's so nice to connect with everyone. So please stay in touch, and uh, hopefully, brighter days to come in 2021, Tom.
1: Yes. Thank you thank so much job. for joining. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks for tuning
0: in to this week's Beyond the Box, produced by Tough Monkey Entertainment. Beyond the Box is brought to you by Babble Box with your host, Sherry Langbert. Visit
1: podcast.babblebox.com for more episodes and influencer marketing secrets.